Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, Whisperers. Can you believe it? We are here live. Today is our first episode of Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I am so excited to be here with you today. I have to first of all welcome you all in as always. I appreciate you tuning in, always supporting me, giving me such love. I am Sonia Larray, Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, and Motivational Speaker. I'm excited to be here with you all, and we are going to have a fabulous discussion today. But as you know, I always like to start our shows off with a little housekeeping, and this is not going to be any different, so you know we have our format that we do. So make sure you are registered on our VIP listing to receive your cocktail mocktail of the week, because guess what? Just in case if you missed it, today's cocktail is fabulous. It's a blueberry spritzer with a little sage. Oh, my goodness. It's so refreshing. Hold on. Let me take a sip for you all. Let me tell you. Mm -mm -mm. Yes, it's good. So to be on that listing, make sure you go over to our our Instagram page, and that's located at www.instagram.com slash whispers, W-H-I-S-P-E-R-S, in a bottle, underscore podcast. And if you're interested in being one of our sponsors, feel free to email Lindsay Miles at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. I mean, we have so much packed into this episode and so much that I want to share with you. I almost don't even know where to begin. Um, We're looking for guests to be on our show. And if you have a certain topic that you would like for me to discuss with you, or if you possibly have an issue that you would like for me to bring forward to our great whisperer community, feel free to email that with the subject line, I have a question, to whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. So with that being said, why don't we jump into today's discussion? Oh, my goodness. It is how to identify if you are a taker. You know, I like to begin every show with a definition. So I'm going to give you a definition of what a taker is. A person who is self-focused and puts their own interests ahead of others' needs, they try to gain as much as possible from their interactions while contributing as little of nothing in return. So let's just recap that definition again. A taker is a person who is self-focused. They are interested in gaining and not returning. Do we all know someone like that? I mean, like, seriously, I think there's probably someone in everyone's life that kind of fits this description. So with that being stated, how do you know if you are a taker? Well, I have a couple of points that I'm going to bring out to you, and we're going to go step by step because I always like to give you things to really build a great foundation on. So point number one is, You talk more than you listen. You may think you listen 
you are a good listener and actually you take time to hear what people are saying, but instead you actually miss their point and you don't empathize with them and you don't even respond appropriately. So it requires, what does it require to be a good listener? Actively be listening to the other person and being active. That means that you're making eye contact. You don't interrupt what the other person is saying and you don't allow your mind to wander as the person is speaking. And sometimes even as uh, counselors and different ones that we have in our lives, sometimes we can have a moment that we may come, become disengaged, but you automatically focus back in because you want to hear what that person is really saying to you because you're interested in what they have to say. Point number two is this. You don't answer other people at all, meaning your friends, your family, your coworkers reach out to you, but you don't bother to reach back to them. Even if they help you do something or accomplish something, you don't bother to reply, say thank you, or even acknowledge their efforts. See, people like this, the mental thought that goes along with that is something like, I got what I wanted. I'm good, now I can go and do whatever I need to do because now you have put into my bank what was necessary. But all along, they're not even putting anything back into the next person's bank. You know, um, it's almost like having a, kind of like a bond or stocks that are junk bonds. They have no profit to them. They have no value whatsoever. So it's the same difference in a conversation and a relationship with a person that is a taker. So point number three is this. You feel like you have to manipulate people to help you look at, to help you, but not to help them. So I like to always take certain things and break it down a little bit because I looked at that word manipulation and that word means to handle, control, or exploit. And when you take too much, people will still will start to avoid you. And when you are exploiting a person, that means that you are actually putting their talents out there for your own good or your own need or whatever you need. And they don't want to help you because they don't really want to make things um, even better for anyone else except for themselves. And they don't have your back. And when a person doesn't have your back in the time of need, that is actually something that can be very distressful. You may find that you basically are fly, flying solo if you're a taker. Eventually, people start to part ways from you. And an island is never strong when it's sitting just solely alone. Because once that water comes and those storms arise, it gets beaten all the way around. And takers seem to have that, unfortunately, as one of their flaws is because they are beaten from every direction because they've burned the people around them. So when you think of that and you're feeling in that way that, hey, is this a quality that I'm exuding? Is this something that people are telling me about? If everyone is saying it. Now, this is the thing. I like to say this. When one person says something to you, you can say, oh, okay, thank you. 
and keep it moving. But then when a second person comes and kind of co-signs on what the first person said and they're nowhere to be found, you may need to start kind of shifting a little bit. But when you hear it for the third time, I guarantee you it is definitely what has taken place and that you definitely need to make a concerted effort and shift in your thinking, your feelings, and your way that you are handling people. Because the other thing is, number four is this, other people get tired around you. Have you been around that one friend that once they leave, you are exhausted? I mean, you're like drained when they leave, you know. This is true. You may have like put in a time with them and they're just going on and telling you their story and you're trying to make a certain point and, you know, you just feel like you have expelled so much energy that you just don't even have enough energy for yourself after they have left. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Here's why it takes a lot of energy to be around a taker all the time. It takes a taker's attitude and habits and personality are one that are controlled in every asset of your relationship. Their control of the relationship determines on how their friendship with you will be. If you are a pertinent or non-pertinent asset in their life, um, you know, they constantly need the attention. Um, they're persistent. They're dramatic. Everything is like, ugh, extra, as my word is, that I like to use. They become very extra in their dealings. Um, I think when you have a person that has this mentality and this personality, they tend to kind of, um, people think that they are very aggressive, but it's actually a passive-aggressive kind of feeling and way that they have with themselves. So let me ask you, if you had to deal with a person like this on a daily basis, or you are the person that people are dealing with on a daily basis in this situation, what is it that you feel that you can do to change the circumstance? What is it that you feel that you need to even remotely move over a little bit? You know, it takes self-examination to be able to change personality qualities and different things, but putting a real effort into it. So it also brings out point number five, where you can depend on other people, but nobody can depend on you. Wow. That's kind of like a, a mind-blowing situation. Um, I have to tell you, I have been in a situation like that where people can really depend on me. They can call me at a drop of a hat and I will be there for them. And it doesn't matter what the circumstances or what the situation is, I'm there for them. But vice versa, when I call them and I need them in that pinch or that time, I'm not able to get that same help or that same response. You know, it made me think of a situation where um, there was a client who had borrowed $5,000 from another person uh, to get help at time of a crisis. And the person was right there. It was the person just gave, gave it to them and just was like, no problem. You know, as soon as you're on your feet, just 
you know, pay me back and this is, and we're, we're just fine. Don't worry about it. In turn, when that all was said and done and the person was doing great, um, matter of fact, they were kind of showboating on Instagram. They were kind of living their best life, traveling. Not one time did they come back to the person and thank them. And they didn't even bother to even start paying them back uh, with regards to the debt that they had. And in turn, the person that um, I was working with felt like depleted and defeated in that way because they felt that they had given so from their heart and that the person didn't value them. See, as takers, that's what you don't realize is that when you're being a taker, you devalue and depreciate the person that is giving to you genuinely. People want to feel the need, that, that needed feeling. And that's why people do things from their heart. They give to different charities or they support different things. The point is if you find that nobody, and I mean nobody, depends on you for anything and nobody expects anything from you, then maybe you need to do a self-examination. Maybe you need to kind of pull up a little bit and refocus things and see where you need to change. And if you are a friend to a taker, are you really a friend to them if you don't say to them, excuse me, I have to tell you something. You know, I love you dearly, but I have to bring something to your attention. I'm not really sure if you know it or not. And nine times out of 10, when you say this, that person will probably be very upset that you feel like this because they will feel like I've always given of myself. But if you can give them a for instance and you are there and you're not there bashing them because a lot of times takers are very guarded because they don't feel that that's them. They don't feel that that's the quality that they're, they're emulating or that they're putting forth. But as a friend, if you come to them and you sincerely talk to them and you tell them these things, they at one point in time, as things are going along, will take that moment to pause and hopefully change. But if you find that the taker is you, how can you overcome the traits and the habits? Well, I'm going to give you a couple of them that will possibly help you start working to refigure and change those habits because sometimes because we don't know it or we don't see ourselves how other people see us, we can't make the adequate changes that we need to. So first and foremost, for a taker to possibly change or rework those poor habits, you have to first countable and take and accept the responsibility of what you have done. Accountability and accepting of responsibilities is one of the hardest things for a lot of people because that means that you have to be conscious about your actions, your decisions, and the way that you put things forward. So you have to be accountable for your actions, your decisions, and the way you put things forward. The next thing that you need to also try to work on is to show consideration. You know, that old saying of put yourself in another man's shoes is truly something that is valuable. And most people don't realize how valuable that is 
until it's said and done. Because when you're taking consideration of a person, you're taking in their feelings, their thoughts, their emotions, their time. So that takes you being responsible and accountable for yet your actions and the way that you are moving. So allow someone else to have the spotlight would be your third objective. Because guess what? It's not all about you.com. Even though you may have the perfect web page for it, it does not mean that everybody needs to sign up to it. So remember that it has to have a different character in your show to be balanced for a give and take relationship. Takers are all about that one-sided show. The camera is always pointed directly at them, and they are focused upon everything that they are saying, everything that they are doing, everything that they are wearing. It is about them because they are taking it in. The next thing is to be conscious of your actions, your behaviors, and intentions. Notice I came back to that again. That must be really the key element to changing this behavior, to be conscious. When we are conscious of things, that means that we are really focused in, that we are aware of what's going on. We are aware of how we are treating people or not treating people. See, takers have a a way of doing things that it just kind of comes on a guise of like, well, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, I know you all have heard that statement before somewhere. But that's how it is because that's how they feel. Like, hey, look, you know, if you didn't, wasn't up on it before I came, well, hey, look, I can't help you. We never can feel that way. And we should never make other people feel that they're just literally just, you know, something to be stepped over, almost like a doormat. We don't want people to feel that we're wiping our feet off on them and keeping it moving because guess what, whispers? I guarantee you they will leave you right where you stand. So by applying these simple tricks, you will start to make the needed changes and to refine your personality so people won't run away from you. And I hope that it will also help you to guide the way that you are dealing with people on a daily basis. Because the thing is, people want to be in your life. Because if they didn't, they wouldn't be your friend. And if you wasn't someone that, people wanted to be around, others would run from you. And there may be people that have just exited out of your life because of the fact that you cannot or would not change and would not see that they needed a little bit more and a little bit more substance from you. You know, it always makes me think of um, a situation where, you know, you want to be a positive force in your day-to-day. And I know, like, as far as it goes, like, I remember hearing a saying that, you know, as a man builds his mount, his wall, he either will build it with the finest of tools and um, materials, or he will build it with faulty materials and bad tools, and he will receive a faulty wall. So in turn, what that means is basically that if you don't put in to what you really want in your life and put in what you want people to give to you, 
you will keep receiving and doing the same same things that you've already gotten, which is probably nothing. Because that's what takers don't realize, that they don't have that value and that real relationship. It's based on a very shallow and very manipulative kind of uh, way of taking from people. So say that you treat people the way that you want them to treat you, And if this is the way that you want to be treated, then I would say continue on. But if you want to be treated with the respect and dignity that others have and have, you know, you see that as before you, then you change your habits and you are able to have these kind of qualities. So what are your takeaways? You know, I love to give you takeaways all the time. And one thing that I think that if you all don't take anything away from our conversation is that. For you to change, you have to first accept responsibility, show consideration, allow someone else to have the spotlight, place yourself in other people's shoes, be conscious of your actions, behaviors, and intentions, so this way you can make the real changes that are needed. So I know that all of you all are wondering, like, well, you know, this is so much information. How do we start? Well, let me tell you. If you're interested in changing your ways or how you can start to work on yourself, please feel free to visit www.lapaz, that's L-A-P-A-Z, image, I-M-A-G-E, consultant, with an S, that's C-O-N-S-U-L, T-A-N-T-S dot com, book you a free 30-minute session to work with myself, Sonia LaRae, one of the top lifestyle relationship counselors in the business, and let's start putting the tools together to help you to refine the behaviors that you have and to put in good behaviors and good traits that you need to have the successful fully developed relationships that you really want. So look, if you have, if you want to call in and ask me any questions, feel free to call me at 516-59091. Should have given you that at the top of this hour, but I forgot because this is all new to me, but I can take calls and I want to take answer your questions as well. If you have some input that you want to put in right now, jump on that line. It's 516 516- Five nine five eight zero nine one. I do have a couple of comments that came in because we do have a poll that we do with our listeners as well with regards to our topics. And if you would like to be a part of that poll, please feel free to visit our um, Instagram page at um, Whispers in a Bottle underscore Podcast uh, on uh, Instagram, and then you'll just click on there, and they will send you the question as well as your cocktail mocktail recipe of the week. So with that being said, I'm going to let you hear some of these that have come in. And with regards to takers, um, this is from Cincinnati, Ohio. Um, Do you feel that takers are aware that they are doing this, or do you feel that they are just someone who just has gone by this, this in their lives daily? Well, I have to honestly say that I do believe that Some takers are very aware of the behavior um, because some of them 
have come into the practice of doing this. There are many that are not aware that this is their trait or how they've become because this is something that unfortunately has never been brought to their attention. A lot of times with some takers, what has happened, this starts from a young age where how the parents or they were raised, they kind of were kind of catered to, always given everything, never really held accountable for their actions, and in turn, it kind of spun off into their adulthood. So you have two scenarios where it's a learned behavior, and then there's one that it is kind of brought on naturally from the way that they have been raised. So that's my answer to that question. Um, If you have any other questions, I also want to tell you all this. Before I, I, I let you all go and back into your fabulous Friday, is that um, we're going to be doing a monthly episode called Ask Sonia, where I will personally be answering your questions on love, life, career, um, whatever you're going through that you feel that, you know, you want to talk to me about. It's kind of like an updated version of Dear Abby, you know, and being that I've had such a long time in the industry, uh, I'm answering your questions. And if you do want to be a part of that and you have questions, you can email your questions to whispersinabottle at yahoo.com with the subject line, Ask Sonia, and that's S-O-N-Y-A. So as always, I want to close off our segment by telling you to please always be positive, always be kind, always live with a purpose. My name is Sonia Larray. I am your host of the fabulous Whispers in a Bottle Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I'm a certified lifestyle relationship counselor, educator, motivational speaker. And oh, by the way, I am looking forward to next week's Asian, which is Am I Needy in My Relationship? or ships. Oh my goodness, get ready. Make sure you have your cocktails ready for this one because this is going to be fabulous. Once again, everybody, enjoy your weekend. It's an honor and a pleasure to be here with you all. And again, be safe, be fabulous, and always be kind. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.